welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast that's packed with stuff to do. This week, Adam's off to Warwick Castle, and we're getting spooky with some Halloween-themed at-home crafts. My name's Bex, and every episode of Activity Quest starts with a fun kids presenter doing something awesome, and this week, Adam's off to Warwick Castle. I'm here today at Warwick Castle in Warwick, just outside of Birmingham. We're here just before the gates open to the public and we're standing right now on one of the oldest parts of the castle. We've just climbed up. Ben is here. Ben is a historian at Warwick Castle. Ben, describe where we are. So we're on the oldest part of the castle now, built way back in 1068 on the orders of William the Conqueror himself. So it's the original part of the Mott and Bailey Castle. Um, he chose to build the castle in this area because of, well, where we are on the map. Smack bang in the middle of England. Next door to the castle is the River Avon, so it protects the entire side of the castle. Then on the other side is the town of Warwick. So the castle controls trade routes, it controls land, and all the people that live in Warwick as well. So if they live on the land, they pay taxes to the castle, then of course to King William the Conqueror. Um, but where we're standing now would have been where the keep is. Um, sad that the keep is no longer with us. It was destroyed back in the 1200s. They didn't need it anymore. But this is where the Lord and Lady, the Earl of Warwick, the Countess, would have lived just a day-to-day life. It's also the, the last resort of a castle. If it's been under siege, under attack, you'd gather in the keep if they get through the main gates into the bailey as well. And Mott and Bailey is a, a very specific type of castle, isn't it? I think I've been to a couple of Mott and Bailey castles before, but for the life of me, I can't remember what they are and what makes them so special. What, what exactly is a Mott and Bailey castle? So... Before 1066, castles didn't really exist in England. It's thanks to the Normans and William the Conqueror that castles appeared here. Um, a Mott and Bailey castle is, you start off with a man-made hill, a big mound of earth, that's the Mott. On top of that is the wooden keep. Then the Bailey is the central courtyard area, so below the Mott you have an area where there's lots of houses and buildings, um, soldiers live there, maybe the blacksmith lives there. It's like a mini-village inside of castle walls. Then surrounding all of that you have the Moat, and we have one here at Warwick Castle, I'll point that out a bit later on for you as so. well. This is the main entrance in and out of the castle courtyard. It's called a gatehouse and barbican. It's basically a fortified front door. And if you're attacking a castle, it's best to avoid the front door as it's the strongest part of the castle. Uh, we're standing currently on a stone bridge, which was built about 300 years ago. Before then, it would have been a drawbridge. So, of course, if we're attacking the castle, the drawbridge is up. We have to get it down again. If the drawbridge is brought down, directly in front of you is then a metal and wooden gate called a portcullis. And, of course, that's going to be dropped. Our next job is getting through that. We need a battering ram to get through that. Um, Directly after the portcullis gate would then be a very thick oak door. That's going to take time to get through there. And as you're trying to get through that particular door, something really nasty happens above your heads. Should we... Should we... Is it still there? Yes. Should we go in and... uh... Should we go in and have a look? Okay, so let's let's paint the picture. I've just managed to somehow get the drawbridge lowered. We're going through the first portcullis. And there are... So in the archway, there are little... Uh, there are holes, there are gaps. And I'm going to assume there are archers above us. Almost. Um, there are people up there. They wouldn't be shooting arrows through these. Uh, they're called murder holes. Now... When you think of TV shows and movies, they often say boiling oil and hot tar is poured on people. The problem is oil and tar is expensive, um, and sieges can last a long time, months, maybe even years. So you need something cheaper, easier to get. Now, again, there are soldiers above us, but there aren't many toilets. We in poo, it's perfect. Um, You take sewage, you can boil it over a big fire. 
Once it is really hot, you then pour it through the holes on the people's heads. Um, you'd also add in buckets of burning sand if you're feeling nasty as well. It gets in your armour and your clothes. And that's only one tiny section of our Barbican. As you go further in, it just gets worse and worse as well. So there are like different layers of, of torture as you, as you go in. We're going in some, some more. Uh, and we're in a, a little courtyard area now in between where the portcullis is and I suppose where the big oak wooden doors would be. Um, what are we looking at here? We were already covered at this point in burning sand and, and poo. <laughs> what, what, what more could you possibly do to me, Ben? Well, we are in the worst place to stand in the castle now. Um, this is the killing zone. So it's an open area designed to funnel the enemy in. It's a very tight space. So if you've got hundreds of soldiers pouring in, they're going to get trapped here. And we have a second portcullis escape behind me. Um, and as they're stuck here, above us, there's this big open area where there's going to be archers shooting arrows at you, throwing rocks at you. And on the sides of the walls, there are also more murder holes. Some more boiling sewage, sand is poured into this area. So you've got a crush of soldiers that are trying to go forward and backwards. It'll be horrendous in here oh gosh i hadn't really looked up until i hit record so we've we've come into the main castle now we're in the great hall there are uh, two uh, kind of mannequin statues of knights on horses, a lot of very ornate looking woodwork, and then sort of a, a, a sunrise, if you like, of various weapons. Ben, talk to me about what we're seeing here. So again, yeah, we're in the Great Hall now, biggest, most impressive room in the castle. Um, a Great Hall's purpose is for banquets, feasts, where the Earl of Warwick and his wife, the Countess, can show off their wealth and power as well. And um, We are surrounded by the Earl of Warwick's collection. So you've got weapons and armour, you've got fancy furniture and paintings and portraits. Pretty much everything we have in here was purchased by the Earls of Warwick. So it's not much to do with the castle. It's purely here to show off how rich and powerful they are. And they loved weapons and armour, um, especially in the Victorian times, in the 1800s. Victorians had this really big obsession with medieval history because to Victorians, they thought knights on horseback was romantic. And to have that in your house tells a great story. And most of what you see in this room um, is very old. You're looking at the armour from the 1500s, 1600s, weapons that are over 400 years old. We even have some of the oldest things in the entire collection in this room. For example, we have, surrounding us, four very large sets of antlers. Uh, they're from an animal that's extinct. It's called the Irish elk. It's been extinct for about 8,000 years. Um, these heads are 10,000 years old, and they were found back in the early 1800s in a peat bog in Ireland and they were sold to the Earl's auction um, because he wanted them in his house. Um, the strange thing is though, they may be 10,000 years old. They're not the oldest thing in the castle. We're standing on it. In the floor underneath our feet, this is limestone. We do have some fossils in it, ammonite fossils, in between 65 and 400 million years old. In fact, there's one I think by the fireplace. So have a look at that if you like. Oh, go on then. So wandering across this very ornate looking floor, Ben, you pointed, where am I looking? Where am I looking? Oh my gosh, I would never have assumed that that was a fossil. I would have assumed that that was just part of a, a pattern. How would you describe this? I would describe this as sort of almost marble looking um, and an ammonite fossil obviously um, looks like sort of a, a spiral. Um, and you say that this is 
between 65 and 400 million years old. Yeah, so um, ammonites, it's best to imagine a, a big snail shell, but inside of it lives a squid. All its tentacles poke out the front. It looks really weird. Um, so the floor itself looks like marble, um, but it's limestone, because limestone is where fossils can form. Marble's too hard for it, so it's like a fake marble. And um, of course, when they bought the floor and installed it hundreds of years ago, they'd never have known about fossils back then. So to them, they're just walking on top of something really important, but not paying attention to it. And to be fair, no one walks into a great hall staring at the floor. Um, it's only in, in recent years we, we like to point this out because you'd never expect to find dinosaurs in a medieval castle. We even have next door to this large fossil, a fish, just down there as well. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So many tiny, small, little details. Wow. Now we are approaching Halloween and I don't think my visit to Warwick Castle would be complete without a bit of a spooky story. So we're standing in front of a, uh, a painting or a portrait of a man called Sir Falk Revel. Falk Revel's the very first of the Greville family to get the castle way back in 1604. He was given the castle by the King James I as a gift. Um, and Falk Revel spends a lot of money, millions of pounds, in restoring the castle, building new rooms. Unfortunately, he doesn't live long enough to enjoy the castle. In 1628, his own servant, a man called Ralph Haywood, stabbed him twice in the belly. Um, the reason why Ralph Hayward did that, both Falk and Ralph had an argument over £20. £20 was a lot of money for a servant back then. Ralph wanted more than £20. When Falk Revell said no, £20 is more than enough, in a fit of rage he takes a dagger and Ralph stabs him in the stomach. Then with that same dagger, Ralph Hayward stabbed himself in the chest. He died fairly quickly. Falk Revell did not die straight away. The surgeons and the doctors, they tried to save his life. The way they did it was horrible. They tried to stuff the stab wounds in his belly with pig's fat to stop the bleeding. That made things a lot worse. Those infection sets him. Um, the wounds turn gangrenous. And eventually he dies, but it takes him 27 days. So nearly a month of suffering. And that's why apparently he's still here today. Some claim at the stroke of midnight he steps from this portrait and walks the corridors, searching his ser- for his servant. There's even a rumour to get in contact with his ghost. You must knock on the walls in this room three times. If you hear a knocking back, he's here and he's watching you. Now, I've worked here for 13 years. He's never knocked back for me, but uh, some people have sworn they've heard the knocking in the walls. Just search for Warwick Castle to find out more. Now, all that spooky story action's got me hankering for some Halloween-themed fun, so what are we doing today? Today, we're going to embark on a journey back in time to Warwick Castle, one of England's most famous medieval fortresses. This will help bring a piece of its magic into your home by building your very own miniature Warwick Castle. Are you ready for this exciting adventure? Let's get started. You'll need cardboard or stiff paper, scissors, markers, crayons or coloured pencils, glue or tape, lollipop sticks, and optionally some things like cotton balls, toy knights and small flags. 
Let's start by designing our castle. Imagine what you want your Warwick Castle to look like. Will it have towering walls, a grand entrance, or even a moat like the real thing? Draw the outline of your castle on a piece of cardboard or stiff paper. Using scissors, carefully cut out the castle walls along with the outline you drew. Remember, Warwick Castle has impressive stone walls, so make them as tall and sturdy as you like, and always get the help of a grown-up when you're using scissors. Now, let's create the towers and battlements that give Warwick Castle its unique look. Cut out squares or rectangles for the towers and small rectangles for the battlements. You can make as many as you want and attach them to your castle walls. Warwick Castle has a drawbridge to cross over the moat. To create your drawbridge, glue or tape craft sticks horizontally to one side of your castle. This will serve as the drawbridge that can be raised and lowered. It's time to bring your miniature castle to life. Use markers, crayons or coloured pencils to decorate your castle. Add details like windows, doors and even a flag with the Warwick Castle emblem. If you'd like, you can create a moat around your castle by colouring a blue or green area around the base of your castle. Now I have a really good idea, you can even add toy fish or ducks to make it look more realistic. Get creative, add your own special touches to your castle, maybe some cotton ball clouds in the sky or tiny toy knights defending the fortress. Once your miniature Warwick Castle is complete, it's time for a grand adventure. Imagine yourself as a brave knight or a noble queen defending your castle from dragons or welcoming guests to your royal court. Congratulations, young adventurers. You've successfully built your own miniature Warwick Castle, complete with towers, a drawbridge and a moat. You've brought a piece of history and imagination right into your home. Thanks, Georgia. And just like that, we're done. Remember, there's loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to at any time. If you want some more suggestions of stuff to do, just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you like. I'm Bex, and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. It was produced and edited by Adam Stoner. Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app, and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. See you soon.